So I get asked all the time, if I have back pain, is that it? Do I have to put up with it? Is there anything that I can do? And the answer is there is always something you can do with back pain. Um, I think the most common fallacy or the most common misconception is that when we have problems and when we have pain, that that's it. We have to put up with it. We have to deal with it. And there's nothing that we can help. Now, I've had a lot of clients come through here who have been told by their doctor there's not a lot they can do because they have arthritis or they've got degenerative disc disease. Now, the, the issue is what you are told versus what you hear. Um, and also, sometimes as medical professionals, the, the message can get a little bit blurred. So if you have something like a degenerative disc problem or you have arthritis, what that basically means is that the actual tissue, so if you think about the normal aging process, that the body is getting older, we lose collagen, so the same as we get grey hair and we get wrinkles, the same process happens underneath. Now, where the disconnect is, is that we can see when we start getting grey, we can see when we start getting wrinkles, we don't see the internal changes, however we get to the point where we feel them because it gets a bit creaky, things are a bit stiff, you know, it might take us a bit longer to get up in the morning, it might take us a bit longer to recover, it might take us that, you know, things hurt, it's a bit harder to get up off the floor. And what's going on there is degenerative disc, degenerative disc disease, which is DDD, and, excuse me, facet joint issues, so your normal aging process where you've got arthritic changes is normal. It happens to us all. So basically, once we're about 25 onwards, we start losing the amount of collagen and, and fluid that's in our tissues. So that changes. And that's just normal. Now, the disconnect comes when we believe that that is a problem. And if we've heard from the doctor or whoever you've seen that there's nothing you can do, what they're basically saying is, there's nothing we can do to change the condition of the bone. So if you've got, like, if you've got a little bit of degeneration that's already occurred, we can't put that back. So if the bone has been a little bit um, worn or, you know, you've got sort of irregularities on it. And that's basically what happens. We don't sort of rub the bone and they're rubbing together and it all sort of gets rubbed away. What's basically happened is you normally have a bit of distance and a bit of gap in your joints. As we lose fluid, that distance gets shorter or gets smaller which is why we lose a little bit of height as we get older so it's not that you know suddenly everything's okay and there's suddenly bones running in bone no what's happening is we lose the fluid content and things can get a little bit sticky so there's not as much fluid around so the joints are a little bit stiffer coupled on top of that the tissues and soft tissues around those joints are a little bit stiffer and there's a little bit harder to get them moving so they're not nice and elastic and pliable like they used to be they might just be a little bit rubbery and a little bit you know it just takes them a bit to get going so it's a little bit like playing with plasticine normally it's nice and fluid and it's nice and 
warm and we can stretch and move however we want to. And then as we get older, it just takes that little bit more work to get those moving. And that's kind of a, a nutshell way or a, a descriptive way of, of trying to explain what's going on. Now, with that degenerative process, that's what's happened. We've lost a little bit of space in the joints because we've lost a little bit of fluid so there's not as much cushioning in space around because of that fluid that fluid can get a little bit more organized so it's not as nice and flexible and, and also the tissues around aren't as sort of flexible and mobile so it just feels a little bit stiffer once you're warmed up and once you're going again it's fine because you've got everything else moving now with that what you do not want to do is just stop Okay, so what tends and what I tend to hear is the doctors told me that I've got arthritis, which is basically normal degenerative, normal degenerative changes. That's normal. Okay, and then we stop doing everything. Now, when you stop doing everything, you lose that support structure around your joint because you need the joint to move you need the joint to have support and when it's got support it's now got all its muscles around it giving it a nice big hug okay now when you get weaker you don't have that support so there's more stress and strain on the joints and that's when we start to hit that downward spiral where it hurts so we don't move and we don't move so we get weaker and then as we get weaker, it hurts more because the joints have no support. And this is where that yucky situation starts to happen. Now, are you doing damage when you have arthritis and something hurts? Depends on what you're doing. Because normal achy joints that are just a bit stiff and they just need to get going is going to happen. Okay, you are going to feel a bit of stiffness, a bit of soreness. Now, also when you exercise, no matter what age or ability level you are, you may also get some exercise soreness. So what we need to work out is when you're describing it sore and it's painful, exactly what that means. Now, if you do have, say you've got like rubbing, like people say, my kneecap's rubbing against my knee and it's, it's hurting. And what that is basically is a little bit of maltracking. So the kneecap should slide on your knee joint. When it's maltracking, it's just on a little bit of tilt and we get like what we call it, a little bit of maltracking in the knee joint. Now, if you are consistently doing squats where that's impinging and it's pinching, then yes, it's going to hurt because it's going to be quite a sharp pain and you go into your squat and it's an ouch. Would we tell you to repeatedly do that? No. What we would want you to do is change the alignment of the joint and work in that range, which will then be pain-free. Now, what people will tend to do is go, I can't do squats, that's it. And they don't try and they don't do anything. And then it's painful on stairs and it's painful getting up and it's painful, you know, coming and bending their knee. It's painful when they go down or it's painful when they go into like a quadruped position. So on all fours. And what's basically happening is it's the position of the joint, which has been pulled to the side, which is normally 
perfectly okay and it will normally allow you to walk. However, when you put it under, lo under load, such as a squat, such as running, such as doing stairs, maybe going up and down hill, the joint doesn't like that because it's getting pulled to one side and it's creating stress. So it's like sitting there and pulling your finger back and going, I'm just going to keep doing that and keep doing that and keep doing that and then we're going to wonder why it hurts. So we keep doing the same thing and wondering why nothing changes. So what needs to happen is we need to be aware of why we're getting sore and why that's happening and work out can we then change that. So it's exactly the same thing with your spine. When you have a problem with your spine, you have the discs in the spine and uh, my spine's in the other room so I'm not going to be able to get it. But you have discs in your spine and you have the bone in between the disc in between bone. Now with your back here, if you are standing and you're leaning back all the time, you then cause pressure. Okay? Now the joints in your spine do not take weight. That is not their job. The joints in the spine's job is to allow you to move and it creates a little um, area where the nerves can come out which supply the arms and the legs. Now your actual joints themselves are not load-bearing that's not what they're made to do now if you're in a position when you're standing and you're creating load on your spine of course it's going to hurt because as your discs get um, older and we lose that height if we're then in a small um, if we're then in a sort of loaded position we start to transfer load onto the joints and then they hurt but we're not doing anything to change that load. So they will still hurt. So the management is very, very easy as long as you know what your problem is coming from. So if I'm there and I'm loading my joints, so if I'm loading and pulling backwards and I'm getting that ouch in my spine, if I unload that by coming forward, so we see lots of people just wanting to do this and unload it, what you're probably trying to do is just take pressure off the joint because it doesn't like it. It's basically getting squashed because you're hinging back and causing that problem. Now I see that a lot in clinic because I see a lot of people who've been told their posture's poor, they've lost um, the curvature in their spine, they think that they need to get their curvature back so they try and lean back to create that curvature or they try and tuck under and they're changing the way the spine is meant to load and if you're not aligned properly and you're not putting load through your joints properly in the way that they're meant to and you're creating stress either on one side and if you then load that further then you are going to get pain so you need to change what's going on with your joint and you need to change how you're then working your joint now this is where the the sort of discrepancies lie because I've been a physio for 30 years, so I can look at you and I've got a good idea and I go, okay, that looks good, this is a little bit here, this is a little bit there, because that's what I do all day, every day. I help people get the best outcomes from their body. And over time and over those 30 years, I can look at you pretty quickly and go, okay, I'm assuming you've got pain here, here and here, because that's where your body and your alignment and your posture is kind of directing me and as I'm asking you questions and as I'm doing things and you're telling me 
it gets sore by the end of the day, it's sore if I do this, it's sore if that, that, that then leads me into thinking that's a loading problem, that's a stretch problem, this is a, you know, a, um, an issue with fatigue, and then I'm sort of already processing all that information before I've even looked at you. So when I then look at you, I know what I'm looking for, and if it doesn't match up, then I start looking at something else. However, if it's starting to make sense to me, and it's like, okay, where you're holding is causing pressure here, so I would expect this joint to be sore, and I would expect this joint to behave this way, and if it all works out, then yes, then we can know this, 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 and this are all telling me the same story, we need to do this. Now what happens when you try and manage things yourself is that you only get a bit of that story and you go, okay, this bit hurts, so I need to do this. And it might, and very often is, the exact opposite of what you should be doing because you're only getting part of the picture and managing that bit. And it's very, very common that I get lots of people in who've been told, my back's really sore, I've been seeing my personal trainer, I've been seeing whoever, and they've told me to do this, and I just go, oh my God, that's just going to make it worse. And really what's happened is they've seen a snapshot of a problem, and a snapshot of what they think, oh, that's what needs to happen. But they don't have the expertise and the knowledge around it to then put all that into a picture that makes sense so it's like you know you go to the mechanic and say my car's knocking I think it's this and the mechanic goes no it's not it's going to be this because they're the experts in what they do so I might have an idea and go okay my car's running rough or this is running rough I wonder what it is um, and then they go and tell me it's something completely different because that's what they do Okay, and I can check the oil, and I can check the water, and I can check the coolant levels, and I can check this, I can check the tough pressures, and make sure they're all okay. However, looking beyond that needs an expert eye. So, getting back to the original question. If I have pain, and if specifically I have back pain, is there anything I can do for it, or am I stuck with it? Yes, 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 there is always something you can do for it. Um, because doing nothing means that you'll be stuck where you are. And doing nothing and allows your body to just fall into the habit it's in already and compound that habit even further, which makes it a bigger job to fix. So the sooner you get onto it, the better. And the more you're getting in ground in the habits and the patterns and how you move and how your body is now, the harder it is to change. And the way to change is doing something different. And most of us know now that doing exercise is a good thing to do. Doing things that create a stretch or flexibility or core work, glute work, moving the body is a good thing to do what we don't know is how to do that well. So I would encourage you, if you have a problem with yourself, whether that is back pain, knee pain, what hip pain, whatever it might be, or shoulders or neck, and you have had it for a long, long time, and you are concerned and worried about starting to move, that you do it with the help of an expert. And that might be, Somebody like me who has sees this day in, day out, because we can get you on the right track quickly. 
And what I what really is distressing to see is people who have, you know, maybe you've thought, I'm just gonna get moving, I'm just gonna get started, and then you try and you go to the gym or you go and try walking or you do this and you fail because your pain gets worse and you go, I've tried that, I've tried this, I've tried that, it didn't help. Yes, you've tried and that's fantastic, but what failed was you weren't told or shown what to do the right way and to get started the right way so that you change things at a deep level and at a level that needs to help rather than trying to smash it. So I generally will liken it to say say you want to lose 10 kilos, 20 kilos, 5 kilos, whatever it is. It's easy to just go, I'm going to do a blast for a week. I just put up with it for a week. I'm just going to do juices. I'm just going to do this. But we all know that that is very short-lived because it's not sustainable. We can't sustain it for a long period of time. But what we can sustain for a long period of time is just going, you know what, I'm actually going to swap out my snack for maybe some fruit and yogurt. I'm going to maybe make sure that I don't buy lunches at work. So one week we swap out the snacks and we get that under our belt. The next week we start bringing our own lunches and we get that under our belt. The next week we might have done, you know, I'm actually going to make sure that one day I eat no meat or one day I don't eat pasta or, you know, whatever it is that you decide to do. That over six to eight weeks will give us results that we don't really have to make much effort to do because they've been so small, okay? Especially if we just go, you know what, for a month I'm just gonna change my milk to high-low, you know, half-fat milk and I'm gonna change my butter or margarine to not have any or, you know, I'm going to not eat processed food and just make it small, sustainable change. And then we get that, that we can become habitual and then we don't think about it. The same has to happen with our body. We forget that we use our body 24-7. So we forget that we are 24-7 doing things. We forget that, you know, I'm sat here and I'm chatting to you and I'm sitting nice and upright because I'm in the chair and I'm talking. However, normally I might be here or I might be slumped or, you know, I might be sort of sat and leaning to one side. I can't do that for a long time because shoulders hurt and this hurts and we fidget and we can't and you know we need to stop and we need to stretch and we need to move so we need to have a change in our day-to-day -day activities because once we start altering how we move and how we sit and how we function because of pain that then has the knock-on effect longer term that we change everything else around us so hopefully that's been a little bit of an insight into back pain and back pain can change. You know, I, it doesn't even have to be that you've been in severe pain and you want to be pain free. If you're in severe pain and it's eight, nine out of 10, if we can get it down to six out of 10, down to five out of 10, down to four out of 10, down to where you're waking up twice a night instead of seven times a night, that's a win. And it, to do that and to trust your body and to trust yourself into doing that is hard and, and oh, I get it. So if you'd like help, 
you know where we are. Flick us an email, flick us a question. Um, my email is info at thecoreexpert.com if you'd like to know more. Take care.